Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white red land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? What's up, fam? What's good? What's good? What's good? Good to see you guys all out there. Happy Monday. Hope you guys had a great weekend. It uh, flew by for me. I did nothing but watch golf and basketball. Watched my Wolverines looking pretty solid. The defense stepping it up on Saturday. Uh, Looking forward to some March Madness with my Wolverines to see if they can do something this year. Uh, Appreciate you guys. Hope you guys all had a great weekend. It is good to be back. I... Joe and I have been messing with our with everything. We're slowly upgrading as we go, slowly getting stuff done as we go, and it's a giant pain in the ass. So bear with us as we, uh, <laughs> you know, we 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 pro- progress from amateur to uh, you know next lo- next step amateur, you know level two amateur, I guess you could call it something like that. I don't know. When you guys get time though, check out the website. It is it's awesome. Working very hard. The new podcast is up. Uh, I'll be launching a live podcast in the near future. For some reason, CloudHub didn't launch today. Um, it's uh, We're back. We now have – oh, it is. it does say it's launched now. Let, let, let me see here. Let me see. Now playing. It's I didn't, It didn't connect, so I'm going to have to play with uh, the CloudHub settings. But we're back on CloudHub, so uh, that we'll, hopefully we'll have that ready for you guys tomorrow as well as the podcast. You can check that out. We'll be launching on uh, all the different platforms here in the very near future. For now, we're just on Podbeam for now. You can find that right here. Click on this link. It'll bring, bring you to Podbeam. Also, we're, on, we're live on foxhole.app right now, which is, uh, of course, our awesome uh, new app that, uh, you know, friends of the of the community uh, put out there for us. And it, um, it I need to refresh it so that it uh, catches, it reconnects with chat. But it's uh, they've been working very hard on it, guys. So uh, help them out, man. They need your help. Um, check out the uh, support us area here. Buy them a cup of coffee. They really do. They need your help. And these guys are working nonstop. There's tons of awesome new upgrades coming here in the new future. There's me. Hey, there, there it goes. Uh, let me get over to chat right here and uh, make sure chat's good to go. What it is, man. Uh, hey, sweetie. Uh, Blue Dragons out there uh, in in uh, Foxhole chat. Um, it uh, what it is, man, is uh, you guys are killing it. You guys have made uh, Foxhole the new most popular app that's not in the app store, and so they're just having to do upgrades continually, continually. So give these guys time, man. Uh, just if the if chat drops, that's fine. You can still you can always check us on uh, on uh, D Live or, or something like that. But if you if you really need to chat, otherwise you can still watch it uh, and you can expand this out and the rest. So. Foxhole.app is awesome. Check out the website on censordave.com. And also, finally, uh, the last thing but the, a piece of business that I needed to get done today is um, several of you, again, have, have been very generous, and I, I do need your help. I need as much help as you guys can get. The bills are really piling up now. Uh, the more you guys help, the more podcast channels will be able to launch, Spotify and the rest. So keep them coming if you can. If you can't help in any kind of way, uh, you can go to UncensoredDave.com and you can check it out from there uh, how to uh, how to help us out. I uh, really appreciate it. Um, let's see. Uh, 
let's see, let's see, let's see. Seize the day and Mark Linick. I'm not sure if I got you guys last week. Uh, thank you very much, new uh, Patreon uh, subscribers. And if you become a Patreon subscriber, five bucks a month, buy me a cup of coffee once a month, help me pay the bills. You can get into our private Discord. And I really wanted to try today, actually. If anybody wants to, uh, if there's anyone over there in the Discord, hop into general chat and or uh, see if you can hop into on-air chat. And I want to see if we can test out Discord calling today. So if there's anyone over there in Discord that can hop in there, uh, just let me know. I'll keep an eye on it, and we'll we'll test Discord calling today. It, it might work just by both of us hopping in there. I'm hoping we won't get the echo. That's the only thing I'm concerned with, but we'll give it a try if there's anyone that can hop in there uh, when you get a moment. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the house. Joe, how was your weekend, and uh, what's what's on your mind today? What's up? Glad to be here. Good to see everybody out there in chat. Um, as Abe was saying before the show, we were monkeying with a few things. So my entire lineup of uh, of links I had ready for you, I have to redo. But that's no worries. I'm glad to be here. It's, uh, you know, obviously it's Monday. I'm in the Midwest. We've got a little bit of snow coming our way again. Um, so and some 20 mile an hour winds and some below zero uh, weather. So not really looking forward to that. But I am looking forward to being here with you um saturday uh if any of you caught us on methods show um again i was still kind of laughing because i'm just literally standing you know at at the grocery store and and i just see a big text you know from methods that says yo and it just comes across my screen and uh so i was very happy and very blessed to be able to join you two on the method show methods to madness Uh, i had a blast with you guys i love the discussions that you guys had and I was really, uh, really excited to be included again uh, with you guys. So that was the highlight of my weekend. Uh, yesterday, I just kind of spent relaxing uh, and kind of unplugged a little bit um, and uh, just kind of hung out with the family, hung out with the girls. And uh, yeah, it was a good weekend, man. It was a good time to be relaxing. But at the same time, uh, lots going on, man, in the news. Yeah, there really is. Um, and it'll be, uh, you know, we'll get, I got, I got a few things I want to make sure I get covered today. They're probably not, you know, the most uh, per usual, the the most important of the day. Um, I'll let you, I'll, I'll go ahead and take over for about 15, 10 or 15 here and get a couple things done while you get your stuff set up now that I screwed with all your stuff. So let me do this. Um, before, uh, before you get into that real quick, um, there was uh, all kinds of uh, comments out there. Uh, Shackled Freedoms was talking about uh, our opening and said it's a hitting ass intro. Um, what's interesting is Abe and I uh, collaborated on that and he had this idea a long time ago, but didn't know uh, the movie. If anybody knows the opening is, is actually a movie from a long time ago and he couldn't remember the movie. Well, we started talking about an intro and I said, man, wouldn't it be cool if we use the old pump up the volume movie intro? And he goes, that's the name of the movie. And that's how we click. Like that's how we've always clicked. It was, it was um, one of those things that then at that night we sat down for like, I don't know, what was it? Five, six hours. And we just, you know, pumped out that, that intro. Yeah. Um, so sorry to go on a tangent there, but the story behind that is actually really cool how we collaborated on it. So I wanted to say uh, thanks for pointing that out. And if anybody's not familiar with pump up the volume, go check that movie out. 
Yeah, I, we, I bought it because once you want, as soon as I remember what it was, I was like, dang it, that's what it was. I was trying to, I kept, I thought it was uh, Rebel Radio, which is a different show that was, that was made in the uh, United Kingdom. So I kept looking up Rebel Radio, Rebel Radio, and it was, it was uh, something different. But, but, um, that, that, that uh, movie is awesome. I went and bought it right away. I've seen it like 10 times since. I, I freaking love that movie, and that's uh, the um, kind of uh, mentality that we use on this channel. Um, and that's the mentality we'll be using going forward as well. Pam, eyes wide open. God bless you. I don't trust crypto either, uh, but there are big money uh, people behind it now. So Bitcoin has uh, has a future, whether we like it or not. looks like it's here to stay. Just on that front, heads up. Uh, Mickey, thank you for that. CB's daughter's in the house. All of all. Leah, good to see you out there. Leah, hope all is well. God bless you. Uh, freedom's not free is in the house as well as many others. So it looks like uh, chat's, uh, chat's working well over there in Foxhole today. That's good to see. Those guys are working really hard. Seriously, if you guys can help them out, hit that support us uh, and uh, do what you can because those guys are working very hard. And the future of uh, streaming apps and streaming news is this, and it's <laughs> it's going to be the future. This is just the beginning, so uh, check them out for sure. I appreciate all you guys over there in D Live as well. Uh, Jedi Healer birthday, Amy Joe's over there modding. Thank you, Amy Joe. Appreciate you very much. Speaking of, Amy Joe will have another prayer reading for us right after the show here. Uh, we'll have that about six fifteen, six twenty. If you guys want to come in and join us for a prayer reading with Amy Joe, look forward to that tonight as well. We do those on Mondays. And Wednesdays tomorrow, uh, we'll be having uh, Michael Johns back on. So our rotating Tuesdays guest, look forward to that discussion with him. As always, it turns out to be a pretty fun discussion. Thursday, um, Thursday I have somebody on. And then uh, Thursday night, <laughs> who the hell do I have on Thursday, Joe? Um, Thursday, we have on Mike. Is it Mike from Texas? Yes, it is Mike from Texas who does a podcast, um, and I have it in my interview prep. That's why I put it there, so I remember what the hell I'm talking about. Who does a this podcast is the other reason, Jacking this Around. This is the other reason he has me around, by the way. Yeah, right. Uh, when he called uh, Jack and Around like Podcast uh, with Jack with Ingram. Jack and Apparently, around. Jack Ingram is a, is a pretty big uh, a country star a uh, pretty big name in the country music uh, community. I I don't know shit about country, uh, but but hey, uh, it doesn't matter. We're all patriots. We all love this country. We all see things. We all see what's happening out there. So I'm really looking forward to having uh, um, Mike on. He he's a co-host over at the Jack and Around podcast, and he actually is my sister's uh, neighbor and motivated me to get on Podbeam and just just start the podcast. Just get it going. And um, so that's what we're doing, man. We, we're, we're step one of the podcast was Friday. It was a great show with all you guys calling in, and uh, it, I really enjoyed that. And I look forward to future podcasts as well. And I look forward to uh, hanging around with that with with uh, Mike on uh, on Thursday. Also Thursday night, right? Yeah, man. Thursday night, if, if it's all right, if I take it for a second here, yeah. uh, we have a good friend of ours, a good friend of the channels, uh, Neo. Uh, we actually got a chance to meet her uh, in D.C. Uh, on the 6th as well. Um, she asked us to come on her new show that she's got going on. Uh, so Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central, we will be on her show. That'll be fun for about an hour, hour and a half, two hours, something like that. However long the conversation goes, I'm looking forward to that as well. So there you yeah. go. Finally, uh, as we're now 15 minutes into the show, uh, check out RiseAttireUSA.com. The Foxhole Collection is up. It is friggin' awesome. I can't. I as soon as I get some money, 
Uh, I'm going to order some of these for myself, so this is pretty sweet. Check that out when you get time. I'll drop the link into both chats here for you guys if you want to get some Foxhole gear. Yeah, thanks for dropping my gab out there. Appreciate that. If you guys want to find uh, links to articles or announcements about the, the channel, uh, just I'm only on Gab. Forget the rest. I don't I don't care about the rest. So there you go. Check out the FoxholeGear.com. So we were talking about Miramar last week, right, Joe? Yeah, a lot. And I, I love our Discord now. The Discord's awesome. There there there's some good diggers in there, and they're you know they're finding stuff that I I never really dug into just because I you know I have a a different look at what I look for as far as news. But there's stuff that's out there that I've never really dug into, such as like way ha- what happened ba- back when in Miramar. Um, one of the diggers dropped this. I can't remember which one of you. Sorry about that. But Miramar hires lobbyists ahead of key elections. There actually is a Podesta link to Myanmar, which is interesting considering uh, the, the, the recent coup that's going on there, the uh, 1MDB scandal, all of the stuff that's been happening coming out of that area, uh, as well as the terrorist attack. Makes you wonder, right, about that as well. But, the, but this is uh, back in 2015 when Podesta Group was actually working uh, to uh, secure, quote, democracy in Myanmar. So... Uh, just a little reminder that I thought, you know, one of the per- one of some of the in our chat in our Discord uh, talked to me about or dropped this in there about, and I uh, wanted to make sure I got that highlighted. Pretty interesting, right, Joe? Yeah, that's uh, somebody mentioned that, like you said uh, last week uh, on one of our shows, and we did a little bit of digging, and they were right. Uh, there's a lot going on there in Myanmar, and it continues to go on. They've shut down all communications, all the internet there. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's interesting because we've been talking about it for two weeks now and I keep saying, man, something is just up with it. And we keep like reporting little bits and pieces of it all week long. And uh, it, it's it's a very, very interesting situation. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Um, any any update on uh, Uncensored Ave Swag? Uh, well, we have to um, we have to work on an official logo as soon as we get an official logo done. Uh, then we'll start getting some gear going, and um, we, we meant to get that done this weekend, and it just time just flies by. We'll get there uh, one step at a time. We'll get there. Um, another article that was up that uh, caught my eye. This one was out of American Greatness, uh, and and Matt uh, Mark Bauerlein, uh, which I'm not familiar with him actually, but you guys know that. Uh, remember uh, Julie Kelly. Um, she should thank me a lot for helping to promote her work. Because uh, for a while there, I was reading like two or three of her articles a week because she was just on fire. She just absolutely got it, and she was absolutely on fire. So I really enjoyed it. And, when, and she was supposed to come on at one point, twice actually. It just never worked out. Then she got she kind of blew up and got big, and she's like, I'm not going to go on that stupid little podcast with cute people, um, which is probably <laughs> what really what she said to herself. But that's fine. I don't yeah. I mean. Her work was great. But anyways, point being American greatness is something that I always look out for, and I forgot about these guys and since Twitter uh, and the rest. But there's a pretty interesting article here called Conservatives Must Read Marx. And, you know, it, it occurred to me that uh, the way the, the information about Marx and the way that uh, the history of Marx has been presented to um, our culture uh, and the way that it's been presented around the world really is another fabrication of history. And when you look at kids these days and they're, they're going to schools and they're, they're, they're very impressionable. And we've talked a bunch about how the schools use, you know, like to change history in order to brainwash our kids. This is actually much bigger than people realize. There's a lot of people in our, in, in the world and in our culture 
that don't understand the truth about Marx, Pol Pot, and Stalin and the rest. They don't really know the reality or behind, you know, what, 50 million people, if not more than that, that were that ended up dying as part of their revolutions. Um, you know, you can call them what they want, but it's, it's a, it's a, it was seizing power um, and, and subjecting their, their people to, to a version of slavery, basically codependency on the government and control over society, much like what we're seeing now. Uh, popular conservative thinkers warn of the dangers of class warfare and everything is political thinking, but they can't advise a subordinate class how to climb out of a pit. Let's check this article out here real quick. Yes, conservatives, Karl Marx, the manifesto, the German ideology, capital, the 18th Brumaire, a lot of it, the lot of it, Closure, Hayek and Friedman, forget the invisible hand for a while, Reaganism is history, Edmund Burke won't help you, the revolution is here, and you're in it. Start reading now, not Marx on private property or money, commodity fetishism, or the labor theory of value, read him for one thing. Class relations. If you are a class, whether you like it or not, for you are a class, whether you like it or not. When the populist among you started to talk about politicians as a class that crossed party lines composed of Democrats and Republicans both, you made one important mistake. Not that legislatures and high officials weren't a distinct group with with their own interest. That was clearly correct. Rather, you don't you didn't follow the implica- implication that the political class, classes class behavior. This is this is hard to read. Rather, you didn't follow out the implication that the political classes class behavior put conservatives into a class too. So you're in a class, okay? That's all you really had to say. You didn't have to really go that far. But anyways, the elite has marked you as a collective problem, and they're busy dealing with you. The culture war is over, comrade. It's not a culture war, not anymore. There is no common civic ground on which liberals and conservatives meet and hash things out. In the 1990s, we had genuine debates in the public arena. Stanley Fish versus Dinesh D'Souza over political correctness. Lynn Cheney versus revisionist historians over the meaning of America. Clinton Democrats versus congressional Republicans over gays in the military. The debates are over now. The woke brigades won't battle your ideas. They follow the model of that brilliant manager of men, Joseph Stalin, who reasoned quite soundly, no man, no problem. The marketplace of ideas offends them. You offend them. Now they have the power of termination. While conservatives wrote bestsellers such as The Closing of the American Mind and trounced leftist spokesmen on cable news shows, thousands of progressives and identity politicians were claiming space in university administrations, human resources in corporate America, school boards and city councils, editorial offices in Silicon Valley, law schools, museums, and libraries, not to mention the many activist organizations that our distinguished liberal, liberal institutions cowed. Interesting thought there for sure to think about it in that context. For for these uh, from these posts, usually out of the public eye, they exert their power against you. It's economic, not cultural. When Tucker Carlson defended Trump's wall, his antagonist didn't collect evidence against his words. No, they threatened his advisors with boycotts. When Jordan Peterson refused an Ontario law mandating pronoun usage, his critics didn't mount arguments against him. They demanded the University of Toronto fire him. Money, jobs, resources, access, that's the target now. Academia requires all job candidates compose a diversity statement. 
essentially a loyalty oath that imposes leftist ideology onto the hiring process, an honest conservative doesn't survive, and that's the point. Only a few more paragraphs long, but this is a very intriguing thought process to think about uh, when we understand who we are up against. This is the long march through the institutions, and it's done. An open contest of ideas needn't happen, not when leftists control the pipelines. Why risk it when they already have the power? They are so much better at personnel than you are. They don't have to justify what they do, and everyone in the room agrees with them. If everyone in the room agrees with them, no conservative, no problem. If they deprive you of jobs, you're an annual of ideas, they annul your ideas. If they reject your manuscripts and cancel your TV shows or Twitters or, 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 or YouTubes or wherever else you can find you, Facebooks and the rest, and keep you out of teaching ranks, the rising generation, the mass of citizens, barely know you exist. And that's what they want, to deperson us. Lessons worth learning, minus the communism. From then on, liberal ideology looks like reality. A class-based power play assumes the guise of natural truth. As Marx put it, one-class values, quote, increasingly take on the form of universality, German ideology. This is the sign of success when he calls it a trick because it obscures the material conditions that exalted those values, including the suppression of the interest of other classes. As long as people accepted the oppression they suffered as the way things are, not a class setup, they couldn't resist it, at least effectively, at least not effectively. When they needed, what they needed was class consciousness. Conservatives don't think, don't like to think of themselves as a class. They reject Marx's definition of history as a class struggle. Life isn't 100% economic, and human beings have souls that transcend politics. Okay, but the woke don't care. They treat you as a class, and it works. They target your livelihood, so you better start thinking about a better response than, that's not right. Popular conservative thinkers warn very astutely the dangers of class warfare and everything is political thinking. When it comes to advising a subordinate class how to climb out of a pit, though, they are pretty much worthless. Indeed. There's your popular conservative thinkers. When it comes to figuring out how to get out of a pit of, of class warfare, they are pretty much worthless because they don't accept that, that they have classified everybody and we are classified and targeted. Marxism, on the other hand, taught scattered and powerless laborers how to become a labor movement. You too can learn the lessons of organization while skipping the poisonous doctrines of communism. Isn't that interesting? I, I find that article, the, the thought behind it, right? The idea that if we don't look at things in the, in the minds of, of how the left looks at things, and maybe not Democrats, I mean the left, the far left, that is now in control of this country, in theory. Um, you know, when you when you think of it on that on that level, a lot of people really don't understand that they want to des- that the left wants us to s- destroy us. They want to deperson us. They want us completely insignificant in their world. That's the ideology that Hitler used. That's the ideology that Stalin and the rest of the world's dictators have used over time, and that's what they're going to continue to use on us. That thought process of of the bigger picture of class and class warfare 
is a pretty interesting discussion, Joe. When you think about uh, the ideas of how the left um, influences politics and how the left uh, doesn't go after the, the the debate of ideas, they attack the the person or they they go after the you know they go after everything but the idea. They don't even, they don't even want to have that discussion because they know they'll lose. When you think about it like that, uh, do you do you also think that there's a lot of other people out there that that aren't picking up that the left really does want to destroy us and that they will do anything to deperson us as been displayed by what's happened to red pill and countless of others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, uh, there's a trying to unpack it all, man. That was a great, uh, a great article there. Um, yeah, there's, there's definitely an issue with those people who aren't awake first and foremost. And, how they don't realize how much subversion has gone on for how long. That is definitely the biggest issue I think we face. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know how to expand on that, man. It, the, the article was just spot on. I, I love that part of the article where they say, while, while American thinkers were, you know, over at uh, Heritage Foundation and, and uh, the rest of the think tanks, writing articles, the left took control of, you know, city councils, editorial offices, Silicon Valley, law schools, museums, libraries, not to mention activist organizations. That's a, that's a, that's an important point. You talk about how grassroots, we are proud of what we've done as a grassroots with, as part of the tea party, we're not even close to what they've accomplished as far as getting uh, in positions of power. Um, And that's, you know, the, the reality of that is what we're dealing with right now. That is why, we were, they were allowed to steal an election right in front of us. And that's why we've advocated and, and you know, um, to get involved in any way we can because of how involved they are. Um, they've literally infiltrated every part of our lives. I mean, literally every part. So, you know, some people might laugh and, and you know, say um, that they're, you know, I'm not going to get involved. What's the point? I'm just going to sit here and, and not do anything about it. Um, that's totally the wrong mentality, man. We, we, this isn't a time for us to step back, to step away, uh, because unfortunately, you know, Trump that everybody loves isn't in office. This isn't a time to step away. This is a time to step up. This isn't a time to be blackpilled either. This isn't a time to to go off the cliff and and be like everything's fucked. There's nothing we can do. Nothing. Yeah, there is. Stop complaining about it. Get out into your community and do something about it, man. That's yeah. that's what I get out of that. A lot of people feel helpless and it's I mean, I understand that feeling, but that's why you're here. Um that's why we're building a community of patriots so that we have each other's back. If you can't do more, then we can help inform, and then you can help spread the word about truth. And uh, that is that is why I call myself a digital soldier with a mic, and that's that's the mentality that I will continue to have going forward. Stormy says they've even infiltrated bathrooms. Yeah, exactly. Fred from New Hampshire, good to see you out there, Fred. They use lobbyists and billion-dollar corporations in blackmail. Yep. That's, that's, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a good strategy. I mean, if you want to learn how to control people, um, put them in compromising situations and, uh, put them on camera or otherwise, and just say, now you play the game the way I want you to play it. Uh, no doubt about it, Fred. Good to see you out there. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to start skipping on here pretty quick. And I'll give you the uh, last, uh, eight or 10 minutes. You're good to go on your links, getting those open. 
Yep. Yep. All right, so I'll give you the last eight or ten minutes. You can do a quick rapid fire, and then top of the hour, guys, we'll take uh, phone calls from you guys. Hope to hear from you guys. Let me know what you guys heard, uh, saw this weekend and what news caught your eye that was the most important from the weekend or today uh, in case we missed uh, a top news story of the day. Uh, this coming out from about four hours ago, Republicans have written a letter to Speaker Pelosi, um, and I'm, I, I, you're right, Joe. Um, you fat-bearded! Uh, Republicans, let me try that again. Republicans have written a letter to Speaker Pelosi. You fat-bearded bitch! Demanding answers as to why she denied a request to activate the National Guard ahead of January 6th and why it took her over an hour while the attack was going on to approve a request to authorize the National Guard. Huh. Huh. Exactly what you've been yelling about for a fucking week. Somebody else. Finally got the same idea. And that is why I love having a microphone in front of my face. I'm not the only one who thought of this. Obviously, people who know what really happened there, you know, it's not like they were listening to me. But anyways, you hear what I'm saying. This is yeah. awesome. And this is, uh, let's see, where's the third page? Do you know? Who, do you know who wrote this? You know, somebody else said that it was missing. I can't remember who. Huh. I don't have, you know, I can't get on Twitter anymore, so I don't. But anyways, no, I'm pretty sure somebody said it's missing altogether. Really? Well, that's yep. interesting. I wonder who wrote that letter. I would like to know who wrote that letter. If you can uh, DM me or or if you have that in Discord, drop that in there and and uh, in the live chat, and we'll uh, let me know what you find on that. But that's pretty interesting, Joe. Um, like you said, this is something here on the channel we've been f- screaming about that uh, there's something more here that meets the eye. And um, hey, hey, Nana Chris, good to see you out there. The Wicked Crew over there in Twitch. Um, I appreciate you guys. But, yeah, so uh, let's see where this goes. Actually, we know where this is going to go. This is going to get swept under the rug, and nothing's ever going to happen to Nancy Pelosi. But, nonetheless, I think it's interesting to to see, at least, that others are interested. <laughs> you there? Sorry right. about that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to, you know, automated videos popping up so i had to make sure i muted it in the background i didn't want it playing in the background but yeah super interesting gonna go uh anywhere but uh it's at least interesting it's getting attention that's the that's the one thing man i mean listen we we don't know if it's gonna go anywhere of course we don't Uh, we've already seen pelosi's coming out today and talking about how she wants an independent commission uh similar to uh the 9-11 after the 9-11 tax to investigate the capital insurrection so you know what's interesting in that situation is you know obviously (laughs) she knows that we're we're gonna come after her uh she had to have seen this and then what happens? It's time for projection. Projection on everybody, projected on everybody else and seem like she didn't do anything wrong. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds. Yeah, well, we know what's going to happen. But nonetheless, uh, <laughs> I also saw that she was uh, bitching about uh, the fact that they dropped witnesses or something like that. I found that to be hilarious, too, because I guarantee you she was in, she was uh, behind the scenes saying, uh, forget the witness thing. But out in public, um, you know, she makes makes a hard stand on that. Trump in talks about the future of the GOP. Another story that caught my eye out of populist press. Uh, the new better drudge. Grand to meet with uh, Trump to talk future of GOP. Um, which, uh, why, why are you going to talk to Lindsey? Fuck Lindsey, man. 
The South Carolina Republican said Friday evening that he plans to encourage Trump to work with Republicans to ensure they take back to the House and the Senate in 2022. So Lindsey basically understands, right? He understands uh, where the country is at, and he's going to continue to ride the coattails of Trump uh, to to stay in power. Uh, He realizes, I think, very astutely that if he publicly turns his back on Trump, his career's done too. So uh, I think this is a pretty interesting political move from Lindsey Graham. Not a surprise though. Yeah. Holding on. Yep. Like uh, Coattails. Yeah. Uh, SCOTUS to hear election fraud cases for Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, clearly the biggest story of the day. Uh, <laughs> Sydney says it's time to release that Kraken we've been talking about. Um, and yes, of course they have to wait, you know, they take their good old fucking time getting to these cases, but I'm going to be very interested to see what happens coming out of these cases. I'm going to be paying very close attention. And if there's a way that I can get in on hearing, uh, the and or broadcasting, I don't think I can do that, but if I can at least, uh, hear some of these arguments live, I really want to hear these. So we'll see what happens on that. I'm going to try to pay very close attention to these for you guys. And we'll every single day that there's a, a, a news item about these cases we're going to cover here. So stay tuned in, hit those alert buttons on your favorite app. Uh, the Supreme court of the United States is set to hear a number of high profile election fraud cases. There's no such thing as election fraud. See, there's, there's no proven cases yet. So what are you even talking about? Oh, there's in the Supreme court now, uh, is now scheduled to hear voter fraud cases for, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia on February 19th. And the 19th would be, what's the 19th? The 19th is Friday. Friday. So that sounds, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, let me write this down. Um, let's go to this case is Friday. We're going to either do a special or we're going to cover it uh, on the normal five o'clock show. We'll see. We'll get, we'll get these guys co- this covered for you guys. Justice, we're here. The cases that allege widespread fraud in 2020 presidential election among those to be heard are Republican Mike Kelly, Pennsylvania case, which is a massive case. This he has standing. He has a great argument. And in fact, he can prove unconstitutionality and a violation of due process rights. So that's a big case in Pennsylvania. In fact, the Supreme Court should rule in favor of Mike Kelly once that goes through. I'm calling it right now. That case in Pennsylvania will be called uh, in favor of Mike Kelly. Watch that happen. Uh, And that's going to be big when that does. Pro-Trump lawyer Sidney Powell's Michigan election case is out there as well. So City Powell has a Michigan case that's that's ongoing. And uh, many of you guys know that, uh, that uh, you know, there was a, uh, a lot of work done in Michigan to make sure that they could uh, identify the voter fraud via the, the machines in that Antrim County, uh, Michigan case. And that was proven. We talked about that here in the channel the day after that, that news story broke. Uh, so if you want to go back and find that, just look, just search Antrim County uh, Uncensored Abe. You should be able to find that. Otherwise, other people, I'm sure, have reported on it. If you haven't seen that yet, it's also in uh, the Navarro report as well. You can see the evidence that was captured from Antrim County. You can find that in the Navar- Navarro report as well. Um, Pro Trump's, uh, let's see, uh, Lynn Wood has a case in Georgia. I am utterly and completely unfamiliar with that case. So I will do some research ahead of time to find out what the arguments are in these cases. 
and try to analyze this as best I can. It's been a while since I've done that, but um, hey, uh, I don't, there's not, never enough time in a day to study Supreme Court cases, right? Uh, hey, let's see. Yeah, uh, just the, real quick. Yeah. Um, today I was watching uh, Red Side Broadcasting, and they they were going out interviewing people, and there was one lady that was there, and she said that she was part of investigating the case or the uh, election fraud in Georgia and that they filed three more cases today. She said it live on air. Who said so, that? Sorry. Some lady that said that she was, she was at the Trump, uh, in, uh, what is it? The Trump like rally in Florida today. Yeah. She said that she was part of the in- investigating the voter fraud in Georgia and that they filed three more cases today. That's what she said live on air. Now I don't have, I'll have to go back and, and look at the RSBN, um, you know, find out who the oh, lady was, yeah. oh, but cool. just, you know, you were just talking about how there's more cases. There's one that you didn't know about Lynn Wood filing. Um, and so there's still a lot of stuff going on, man. No doubt. And the be- the most interesting part of this article is this, the cases include challenges to the 2020 election results. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. I like, I've been saying what happens when the Supreme Court rules that Pennsylvania's uh, election was unconstitutional and therefore they either have to re- redo it or all uh, all results that were that were violations of the Constitution, all of those votes are now pulled out. And then Trump could with theoretically could Trump could be declared winner of Pennsylvania via the Supreme Court ruling, whether or not the Supreme Court will take it that far. We'll see. I would actually, I would actually think that Supreme Court would not. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, they could say that every every vote that is unconstitutional cannot be counted. I, I we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to make any uh, predictions, but I will say that uh, that that Pennsylvania case is absolutely massive, and they have proof, and they have proof of violations of the Constitution. Actually, so so do they here in Wisconsin. Actually, so do they in in Georgia. So I mean, it's it's going to be very interesting, very interesting. Never, it's heat, heating up. Sorry, I was just saying it's heating up. In it's my opinion, up. nearly every because... lawsuit takes issue with the expanded use of mail-in ballots by many states, according to the Washington Examiner. Yep. The decision came after the court declined the fast-track all-election related litigation in early January in an early plea for uh, expedition lawyers back uh, backing president Trump's uh, told the court that if the cases were not heard before the inauguration, their success would be unlikely. Uh, But the Supreme court decided that the timeline didn't matter, Joe. So that what that means is, is even if we have an, a, a uh, swearing in president that the jury, that the, uh, the Supreme court case, they're not, they weren't, Worried about expediting it because they could overturn the election, I guess. That's that's what I see in it. Unreal. So Unreal. we'll see. We'll see what happens on it. And like I said, uh, Friday, I'm gonna I'm gonna study I'm gonna study up tonight on these cases. I'll have some more information for you guys tomorrow on that. So we'll we'll cover this and we'll prep it the whole week maybe. Uh, we'll talk about uh, different parts of the case uh, for a little bit every part of this week, but definitely keeping an eye on that. Shocking video from inside the Capitol. Dems don't want you to see. I, I don't know. I'm just kind of over this conversation, but uh, um, there. Here, let me just show you the picture. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. 
Let me just skip past that. Let's see. Next, we have Dems Pack uh, funding for abortion providers into $1.9 trillion relief bill. I told you guys I was going to try to dig in on that a little more, which I will continue to do as well, um, the stimulus bill, and see what's in on that. So we'll, we'll look at that this week, too. So that's what's coming up for this week. Uh, but, of course, they – uh, they, they, they wanted to put a $50 million boost to Title 10 family programming, uh, which under the Biden administration will, will supply abortion providers such as Planned Parenthood with government funds again. So, of course, they did this. Um, this was expected. The interesting thing for me will be uh, will the, what, what will the Senate do with this? And I haven't seen anything on that yet, but I'll find out more on that, and uh, we'll, find, we'll, we'll see what's in that bill uh, later this week, maybe tomorrow too. Pentagon admits it has been testing wreckage from uh, UFO crashes and findings may change our lives forever, as if it already hasn't. <laughs> Joe, did you see Huge. this story? No. Yeah. Uh, stunning admission. The Pentagon admits it has been testing wreckage from UFOs. Um, and uh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read yeah. this. This is good. Uh, researcher Anthony Braglalia, yeah, that guy, wrote it. Wrote to the defense agency, defense intelligence agency, requesting details of UFO material, which they hold and uh, uh, and results of any tests that have been carried out on it. He wrote, "This could include physical debris recovered from by personnel from the Department of Defense as residue, uh, flotsam, uh, shot off material, or crashed material from unidentified aerial phenomenon, or unidentified flying objects." Uh, in the in the response shared in the Sun, the DIA released 154 pages of test results that include reports on a mysterious memory metal called nitinol, which remembers its original shape when folded. <laughs> Interesting. Um, told the Sun, okay. the Pentagon has admitted to holding and testing uh, anomalous debris from UFOs. You call BS on the Pentagon. Well, here's the FOIA request from 20, December 26, 2017. Um, and here's the Defense Intelligence uh, response right here. So there's that. They have been able to learn some things about materials of construction that hold tremendous promise for futuristic materials, which will change our lives forever. So I don't know. Uh, there's a lot more here in this. But uh, what do you think, Joe? As, uh, are the aliens here? I think that it's super interesting. I saw this article as well, um, and I'm not really much into the whole, uh, you know, UFOs and aliens, and um, that's probably like the last thing I've done any research on whatsoever. Um, maybe uh, after we go on Neo's show, we'll have to to talk to Alara uh, because I, I saw they were on each other's shows, and uh, they talked some a little bit about UFOs and stuff. But no, man, I I I. Think, I, I think they're literally reporting about this on purpose, to be honest with you, I because I, I, I'm starting to see a lot more reports about UFO uh, uh, sightings, um, a lot of people recording um, s- certain stuff, and now they're saying that they actually have the wreckage, and I believe that they do because um, – you know, we've seen enough evidence out there. I believe that uh, there there is UFOs out there, but it's it's a weird. It, to me, it's just weird to think that way. Like, how deep is it, then, man? Like, you know, I don't know about lizards and stuff like that, but it's super interesting. Well, I mean, if you, if if there are so many different, um, 
uh, types of humans, right? Uh, just genetically, if there are so many different types of humans and blood types in just on this planet, then theoretically there could also be different types of organisms, um, you know, uh, universe wide. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I look at, I look at, uh, at lizard people as something different than, than what, what people, you know, jokingly talk about it. I look at it as, you know, uh, uh, anomaly in, in space continuum more, more so than anything. I think, I think that, you know, this is a, this is not just a melting pot or the United States is like a melting pot for the planet while the planet's probably like a melting pot for, <laughs> for the universe. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I think it'll be cool, man. The future is going to be interesting, and and I wonder if that like space travel to other planets uh, and and hanging out at bars with aliens future is is in our in our future lives. Uh, if that's what's going to happen, you know what I'm saying? Or or it, or it could be just exactly what Shackled Freedom said that is just a distraction from what's going on behind the curtain. It could be. I don't know. Yeah, but it's the aliens, man. <laughs> Super interesting for sure. Either way. Because it's mainstream media that's reporting about this stuff now. It's not like it's, you know, off-the-wall reporting. So, super interesting. Yeah, no doubt. I see, I see Denise is hopping in to, uh, to join us for, the, for uh, the, to the top of the hour here. So, I'll let Denise get pulled in here. The last one that I had today really was uh, uh, Kamala Harris um, side, sidestepping the impeachment question, and she didn't really want to talk about that. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting as well. And then over at the DOJ, uh, I just wanted to check in over there to see if there was anything that caught my eye. Doctor pleads not guilty to employment taxes. Two men charged multi-million dollar darknet drug dis- distribution conspiracy. Hmm, that's an interesting one. Murder of Department of Defense employee in Bahrain. The U.S. citizen. There's one. Pro- probi- uh, probation official charged with child pornography offenses. Indiana man pleads guilty to hate crime. So the the one that catches my eye there is U.S. citizen charged with murder. Um, maybe we'll cover that one in the second half of the hour. Denise, it's good to hear from you. How are things across the pond, and how are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you two? Fantastic, Denise. Good to hear from you. What's on your mind today? Well, um, there's been a lot of – well, Matt Hancock – as uh, going out of control again, he's now saying that uh, he thinks that um, that uh, COVID passports are are likely to be used not only for travel but to go into restaurants, to go into pubs, to go anywhere, which makes people like me that are not going to have a vaccine. Um, you can't go anywhere. You can't enter anywhere. Um, because you not have you not had the vax, Boris Johnson has, has said no way there will be no vax. But this is Matt Hancock we're talking about the equivalent of um, your Burks, Fauci, and all those um, kinds of people. So um, that's going on just now. That's the one that most people are talking about at the minute. Um, Unbelievable. So, so basically, they're going to try to uh, they're going to try to force vaccine on everyone. That's what that's what um, Matt Hancock wants. It's it's um, oh, and the other one is that he said that um, he won't make it compulsory. Um, it won't be compulsory, but 
you won't be able to do this, this and this, and um, employers will be within their rights to um, to uh, fire you or not give you employment if you haven't had the vax. So that's another nice bit of uh, blackmail for you there. That's whack. <laughs> that, it's what? That's whack. <laughs> from, from my... Uh, from my uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a kid creeping then and, yeah, and squawking your microphone. <laughs> it like is, it is actually it's a, a kid creeping in, but this is my this is my yeah. granddaughter. It's a trigger. <laughs> it's a trigger. Oh dear. Uh, I forgot I had those so on there. So yeah, so I mean, now who is who's what's the name of this guy that wants this Hancock? This is the same guy that you've been telling me about for uh, for a while yeah. that's been screwing everything up, huh? Yeah, Matt Hancock. Yeah, who has uh, ties to Big Pharma. There you go. There, no surprise there then, is there? No. Nope. He's got nope. um, shares in uh, Big Pharma companies here, as has his yeah. wife, who actually works for Big Pharma. Well, of course. Interesting, uh, interesting enough, guys, on, on my news, my rapid-fire news, I actually saw an interview yesterday with Boris Johnson on Face the Nation. Did you guys happen to catch any of that? No. It's probably because I don't watch I, I don't either. watch ordinary mainstream TV. I have yeah. it sat on H H it's I have it sat on one channel which tends to show um place in the sun and then I flip on to film four and watch and have a movie on in the background. So, no, I don't. I very, very rarely flip on to news channels um, unless it's just before bedtime, and then I'll flick it on to BBC, and I can tolerate for about five minutes um, <laughs> before I feel like throwing launching my TV through the window and I have to turn it off um, because the BBC bias is absolutely uh, it's unbelievable. Like your CNN, um, MSNBC type thing, heavily biased. So Um, there there was a few things in the interview that caught my attention. Um, And, well, right off off the bat, um, he starts starts discussing, of course, about how excited he is to be working with the Biden administration. And, of course, uh, climate change gets brought up. And uh, just a, a numerous amount of things, but let me play a short little clip here because you're this is this goes to exactly what you're talking about right now. Hang on one sec. Make sure I got the sound on. So you're this asking the U.S. for more money towards that? The U.S. has already been extremely generous, as you said yourself, and the UK is the second biggest uh, contributor to, to COVAX and uh, to the global anti-virus, uh, the, the, uh, the vaccination alliance, uh, that uh, the Gavi organization. Boom. That, I don't know if you guys have heard of that before, the Gavi organization. I don't know if either of you have heard of that or not. But I happen to do a little research. Let me show, let me share this with you. Oh, where'd it go? 
I'm going down the rabbit hole. There it is. Gavi.org. So Gavi. Um, what is the vaccine alliance? Gavi. Yeah. Our alliance, Gavi.org. And I think if you scroll down, there it is. There it is. I see it. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Imagine that. The WHO, UNICEF, World Bank, governments, independent individuals, vaccine industry, developing countries, uh, civil society organizations. This is exactly what Denise was talking about. So, the, so what, you're you saying, what you're saying is the vaccine is a giant, it's a new Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing with uh, Boris going on about these um, climate change and Green New Deal, I don't know if you know, but his fiance is um, very into climate change and green and all that. And I think she's got quite a heavy influence on Boris Redap because Boris never used to talk about things like that before he was involved with her. Um, so I think he's been swayed um, every time he goes home. Let's put it that way. Pillar talk and all of that. Um, but, yeah, he uh, he said... <laughs> He said that he had a, a great talk with Biden. Now, we have all heard Biden talking. Can you imagine Biden having a conversation, an a legible, um, sensible conversation with any world leader? He no. can't even answer questions from a press. He he has photo shoots from the from the press, and then they show him out of the office before anybody can ask him any questions. Yep. Yeah, you know. it's a joke. It's, it's so, sad to watch. Anybody that believes that Joe Biden's having one hour and two hour long conversations um, with any world leader is living in a fantasy land all of their own. Um, he's maybe got an impersonator that can do a very good Joe Biden um, voice, um, reading, uh, you know, speaking for him. Um, but no, I don't believe it for a second that he would have an hour long or two hour long or half hour long even. I can't see him going past five minutes before he starts uh, drifting off because his brain disengages rather quickly. <laughs> it sure does. Uh, the only way that would happen is if uh, Jill could be, you know, kind of either, you know, have kind of the proverbial hand in the back puppet or just answer all the questions for him. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what I thought when you guys were talking. I was thinking this whole time that, you know, he, he said Biden, but he didn't say which Biden he was talking to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, as I said, there are there are people who can do voice, who mimic people's voices, um, and and Biden looks suspicious anyway. There's there's really peculiar things going on with his face. Look at his ears; his ears change, and the one thing that never changes from birth till death is your ears. Um, but his ears change all the time. Very strange, anyway. 
Yeah, I'll not go into. I, I noticed I'll I saw not... Red Pill this weekend talking about that too. Where um, the, those ears definitely, there's something there with that. That is odd for sure. I mean, it's yeah. it's funny how that you know we get called conspiracy theories all the time, but if you just look at them side by the side, even with a brain in our head, can see that something's not right there. Definitely. Anyway, I'll 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 uh, get off my hashtag conspiracy theories thing. <laughs> I guess. Hey, no problem, Denise. We definitely appreciate the call. Hey, I'm gonna drop this link if you uh, if you want to watch this interview. I think it's worth. It's only 13 minutes, but I definitely think it's worth your time. Um, but I'll drop it in Discord. Is there any other thoughts on your mind today, Denise? No, I just dropped in Discord in your news on your news channel. In Discord, I just dropped a thing that I found re uh, Pelosi's nephew, is it, or son, that's involved with these energy peak companies. Let's see what you got Something here. else. Let me pull this up. Something else, is, something else has popped up there. What is this? Bombshell. Paul Pelosi Jr. caught in huge corruption scandal, $880,000 in cash. When, um, where's the date on this? Come on, people, put a date on it. Coming from Gateway Pundit, but doesn't link to the article. Nancy Pelosi's uh, son, Paul, is also on a board of energy company. Yeah, so we, we know that their whole family is a bunch of, let's see, Holly report on this. So this is from 2019 when Holly reported on this. So this has been around for a while. Oh, is it a repeat of what we already knew? I thought it was something oh, you know else. How I thought that, goes. that it, like it's, it's, I thought it's, it had uh, been finally nailed. It's always uh, yeah, I wish it's always uh, it's new to somebody. So because <laughs> uh, half the people don't hear half that stuff, but yeah, that that one's been out there for a while. It, I mean, their whole family's a bunch of scumbags, so that shouldn't surprise anybody. Well, the mafia, aren't they? Her mm-hmm. father was mafia. Yep. Yep. So. But there you go. There was a just that tidbit. I thought I'd I'd throw at you. Did you see the um, the live RSBN? Um, all those all those thousands of people have turned up at Mar-a-Lago in Florida, just out a mile away from Mar-a-Lago, President's Day. Thousands of them. Gotta love it. There's gonna be more of that in the spring here once the weather breaks. Well, I was going to say they don't look to have a lot of snow where they are. They're all working around in, in T-shirts. It's minus four here. I got a yeah, six-foot pile of snow behind my house. That shit ain't going away for a while. <laughs> but there you go. Anyway, I'll, I'll um, pass it back. You've got a queue of people. Much love. Have a great have a great uh, day, and we'll hear from you later this week, I hope. All right, hon. Night-night, both of you. See Night, Denise. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, hey real quick, I just dropped you a link from uh, Scavino's Twitter about well, the uh, right after the top of the hour, bro. We are at the top of the hour, and that means a message from our sponsor, RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you guys get a moment. RiseAttireUSA.com. They have the new foxhole gear on here. They have the exclusive methods and red pill gear on here. They have all kinds of awesome gear in general. Um, new mask, Clown World. Oh, I might have to get that one. <laughs> Censored. That one might be even better. I might actually have to wear it. I might actually wear one of those just for the hell of it. Um, right. But anyways, check them out. Here's the Foxhole gear, the Red Pill gear, and many other stuff on here as well. High-quality merchandise. 
You know what I'm saying? High quality stuff over here at RiseOfTireUSA.com. Use discount code ABEWAVE, A-B-E-W-A-V-E. You can get a 10% discount, and you can help the channel. You can help the show and get sweet, uh, sweet gear. Delete the elite. The message is to reject the message. No need for their hidden agendas realized by subversion or extremist vendettas that target the free. Our weapons are truth that prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span of their reach. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks up their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury we'll fight by the glory of God. We'll delete the elite and release all their secrets. Delete the elite and erase all their secrets. Indeed. is Freaking love it. Good stuff, man. Indeed. I can't wait. Uh, check out RiseAttireUSA.com when you guys get a moment. It is RiseAttireUSA.com, and they are a special sponsor of the show. You can find the links also on how you can help us here on the channel. Just scroll down a little bit over to here on, on the website. Look for how, how to help keep the lights on. Patreon, PayPal, Cash App. Several of you have helped in the last couple of weeks. A bunch of new Patreons. Uh, if you join the Patreon, five bucks a month, whatever you can do, uh, you'll get a private invite, in, in, invite to our private Discord at which point you can hop in there in Discord and call in and uh, see exclusive content from behind the scenes and join up with our research family and help us get information out there to the masses. That's the goal, my friends. With that, I want to say, uh, let's see, much love out there to Chris Hawkins, Patricia, Jedi Healer. It's good to see you out there uh, having some fun out there in chat. Appreciate you. Amy Joe, hanging out with uh, Patricia. Hello, goodbye, um, and then see you later. Orson Welles, yes, indeed. <laughs> we are living 1984 right now, combined with War of the Worlds. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Hello, goodbye. I think you're right on point. This world we live in is uh, is a satire, right? Uh, Vinny's out there, UK Patriot, Kitty Woo. Good to see you all out there. Appreciate you very much. Foxhole still looking good. Uh, all good to go over there. Quilton on Patricia. Glenn, uh, CB's out there. Good to see you out there, CB's. And Cap1Q, good to see you. RidesAttireUSA.com, indeed. With that, Joe, any thoughts for, uh, at the top of the hour? Did we get – we didn't get to your news blitz, uh, but we have the text in here calling in and, and others. Let me put up the the call and stuff. Uh, what was the, what was the, one of the top things that you saw today that caught your eye that you wanted to talk about? Let me get texting in here and the rest while you're doing that. Yeah, let me just mention some of these real quick that caught my eye. We were talking about Miramar earlier. Well, the Miramar coup removes central bank chief, alarming global financiers. Uh, so the Bank of Japan is concerned that years of cooperation risk turning backward. Uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting that we were talking about that. As of 10 hours ago, CBS news is talking about Biden news calls on Congress to ban assault weapons, uh, which we knew that was coming. Uh, Illinois state police get 12 mil for new cameras to combat spike in expressway shootings. If you haven't been following anything in uh, Chicagoland area, there's been a ton. Uh, and I mean, a ton of shootings, a ton of robberies, a ton of stolen cars. Um, but I got a feeling that the, the bigger picture of things was to get more of these cameras put up in the first place. 
Um, the clubhouse, if you guys have ever heard of that application, that was actually hacked by the Chinese. So if you have a clubhouse account, I highly suggest that you do something about that. Um, two more or three more here real quick. And then we'll get Texan in here. Uh, I thought the gateway pundit put out a great article about the U S life expectancy, how it grew in 2020. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, real quick, Twitter reports 1.14 billion loss in 2020. There's good news there. Uh, Super Bowl weekend. I wanted to report about this last weekend. There was an operation that went down, and they actually got 75 people in a sex trafficking sting during the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's something I forgot to report on uh, as of last week. And I also discussed about Pelosi announcing the Independence 9/11 style commission to our to investigate uh, the Capitol riot. And then the last thing, which I'm going to share this out in chat, uh, is Corey Diggs has a fantastic article. This is the fifth uh, part of a uh, COVID-19, fifth part to the COVID-19. And this is psychologists, scientists, and the CIA tell us fear is the real killer. Um, She has done a fantastic job at uh, a five-part series, really breaking down everything that this COVID-19 um, I don't know. How do I want to, I want a uh, situation. That's the word I was looking for. How this COVID-19 situation has gone down. If you do not follow Corey Diggs, she does a fantastic job at doing these digs. So I'll get that. That's about all I had, brother. Go on. Yes, indeed. Um, she does do a great job and, um, hopefully we can get her on again this year. Um, she's very busy and now she has another show that she does as well, but that's cool for sure. The Texan in the house. Hanging out at his house, hopefully staying warm. What's good, brother? Can you hear my heaters running around me? No, nah, you're good to go. <laughs> What's up, Texan? How you doing, brother? Good to see you. I know it's probably a little cold down there, isn't it? It's 13 degrees right now. And, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's a little cold. I know y'all are used to this up there, man. Uh, no. Uh, you know. <laughs> No, it's, yeah. it sucks. No matter who, no, no, yeah, there's like, no getting used to this crap. It yeah, totally. It's sucks. like when I used to go into the desert or whatever. You know, people are like, "Oh man, it's just dry heat or whatever." No, it's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, Period. Yeah. And just and I mean, the same thing. It's just it's fucking cold, man. That's it. This is turning out to be a bigger story than than just the the snow. You know, the record we're, we're having record temperatures, record snowfall, record ice. But it's turning out to be just more than that because. Uh, Hell, uh, talked about the electrical grids down here. I'm watching the news right now, and they're they're saying that our grid was not built to handle this type of weather. And Idiots. there's uh, tens of thousands of people. Yeah, I know. Who there's the tens of thousands that? of people without. I don't know, but I mean, my there's tens of thousands of people without weather, uh, without electricity right now. Yeah, my sisters, they're they're saying two or three days before they she gets power yeah. back. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. I got my generator. I got four days of fuel. For it. I've got, you know, eight propane tanks. That's, uh, you know, at least a week worth of heat there. And there I got go. my, you know, I'll, you know, prepper, prepper. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Hey, there, she hey. has a, she has a, uh, generator too. Luckily. I mean, I mean, that's, that's becoming a, a required, uh, house commodity these days. Yeah. I've had one for years, man. Uh, for a lot of years, but anyway, man, you're kind of tripping me out talking about the space aliens and stuff. You, you know why I don't believe in the in uh, civilizations beyond ours out in space? Why is that? Because if because if there were space aliens out there, the federal government would have been sending them foreign aid already. <laughs> How do you know they're not? How do you know they're not? 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good that's a good point. That might be what all that space exploration is. We're shooting yeah. them food and stuff, right? Yeah, all that money going well, to Pakistan we... that's actually going to the Space Coalition on Mars. Well, now we know why NASA was completely almost dismantled. All they were doing is dump the money to the to our foreign friends, right? Right. But, that, man, you got me really intrigued about this, uh, what you started the show off with, uh, uh, looking into the the court cases and stuff about possibly overturning the election. And it got me thinking, man, I'm still, I've been really thinking hard about why have they barricaded themselves in DC the way they have, you know, and why they're talking about making it permanent and all that stuff. You think maybe it could be because if the election is overturned, they're going to put up a fight. Yeah, I do. I've thought about that a lot from the beginning. I've always thought that they're preparing for an overturning of the election results. That's what they're actually preparing for. And I've never really wanted to say that out loud because it's, I have no way of fucking knowing that. I mean, but it's the only thing that makes sense in this scenario. It, 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 why do you have 30,000 troops till March there? Or at least 5,000 till March? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, y'all, y'all know me, man. I, I kind of think outside the box. and I don't really try to, you know, go with the narrative the mainstream media pushes because it's all bullshit anyway. So uh, it, it's like you said, it can't be proven, but you, you look at it logically there's a reason why that they barricaded themselves in like that. There's a reason why they have the media and everybody so far away from the white house. You know, I mean, haven't seen Joe Biden's face, his actual face anywhere, seen the mask and the glasses and the hats, but haven't seen Joe Biden's face freaking anywhere. It's weird. Right? You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm not trying to get no conspiracy theory started, but I mean, it's things you got to think about. I mean, why, why, why is our our president? Why is that dude supposedly the president? Why is he uh, uh, incognito everywhere he goes? And uh, he's not even acting like a real president. Did he finally board the Air Force One? Hell, I guess he did. I don't know who that was. Like I said, uh, there was no uh, media interviews, no uh, anything. Just some dude with a mask and shades on walking up to a plane. That's all I saw. I mean, am I the only one that's over here going? Who's who's really in charge? Who who made the call? For the that the, the go ahead for the impeachment, who made the call that uh, who's signing all, writing all these executive orders? Who who's you know who's signing them for that matter? Uh, who who's making and receiving the phone calls to foreign leaders? I, I mean, I can't be the only one out there. One, there's no way in hell Joe Biden's the one doing all that. You think you think he's like a real president where he's making calls to foreign leaders? Fuck no, he ain't. Yeah, I know. See, that's where it gets weird, and that's where, you know, the mind can run very wild, and, and I, I don't like that. Yeah. Like I said, I like to try to think as logical as possible, but, I mean, you, you're you're right. Who is running the show? Because we all know it ain't Obama. Joe Biden. That's a good call, uh, 19 Duck. Uh, Obama's third term. You know what? I think you're at that's – a, that's, a, that's a very wise single-word answer. <laughs> Long Duck Dong, good call. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Obama did make that statement uh, some years ago about uh, what sitting in his basement in his sweats with a earpiece telling, you know, uh, a president what to say and stuff. I mean, yeah, hey, dude, you know, he's shadow government. We know he's been working behind the scenes anyway. So, SMR yeah, Patriot uh, Phil uh, or Ortero, or, or uh, Brooklyn also. Yeah, Obama in the basement. Yeah, so everyone's pretty much on an agreement right now that it's definitely Obama. Yeah, yeah I'm with you guys Ob- too. Obama and, and Rice and Clinton, all those idiots. I, I, I completely agree. And everyone else is saying the same thing in D Live. Obama in the basement. <laughs> That's yeah. probably right, Thumper Rose. 
Yeah, I think it's really weird, man. Like I said, it's not, this is not normal at all. I mean, I've never, you know, in my 51 years of, of on this planet, have I ever seen anything like this? Even, you know, uh, presidents before my time, you know, they, they, they were always very public, you know, um, this one ain't, this one ain't. And I, this, something's weird, man. Something's going on. Well, if I'm, yeah. if I'm the DIA and, and or Q team, uh, that higher level intelligence agencies that we know nothing about, supposedly, um, whatever 18 of those are, if I'm space force, I, I, all, all of those contacts that I'm keeping with foreign leaders and the people behind the scenes that pull the strings militarily, um, I, I, th- that group should be in contact with, you know, Patriot world leaders as well. And, and I, if I'm, if I'm Trump, but in that two year time frame, or if I'm uh, Pompeo and or Trump team, the first thing I talk about is just setting up our own version of uh, let's make sure we keep in contact and it doesn't have to be a shadow government, but let's, let's at least make sure that the lines of communications are open in some way possible. So, I mean, you know, two can play at that game. It would not surprise me if there's more going on behind the scenes on the world stage than we realize too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent, man. And tell you what, uh, you know, there's no real legislation going on. It's all, uh, you know, uh, CYA, you know, cover their asses. And, uh, the only, only thing being done are these, uh, edicts, you know, from the presidential, uh, desk, these EOs that he keeps signing left and right. And, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's the only thing getting done, you know, and it, it's, this is bullshit that a, a president can, can set there. I don't give a damn if it's Trump or, or Reagan or who it is, but that they have the power to sit there and just write those executive orders out like that. I, I am not cool with that shit at all, man. And and this dude's gone gone way too far. And I, I really hope that this is the point in American history that we're alive to see that things do get set right. You know, the, enough's enough. This is bullshit. You yeah, know, with you. go ahead, Joe. I was I was gonna say I, I asked my my buddy Weezy. He was over here the other day, and his dad's a Democrat. And I asked him. I said, Are any of these executive orders? Um, is your dad saying, why is he signing so many, um, or in mentioning any of these executive orders at all? Um, and he basically said it doesn't affect him. Why does he care? Um, so that's kind of, uh, kind of gave me a little bit of insight, I, I think, into what these people, until it affects them, until it hits them, until, you know, someone in their family, uh, you know, loses their job, um, they just, they just seem not to care. Yeah, you make a good point, Joe. I mean, that seems to be the uh, liberal mindset is it's all about them anyway and screw everybody else. Yep, that's very common on the on the left uh, line of thinking. Um, very much more, very more selfish in their, and that's fine. There's, I mean, people can be however they want to be. If you if they just make the decision that um, the government is going to be there to serve me and my best best interest, and I don't care what else is involved. Um, as far as how it affects others, um, th- there's a lot of people who have that line of thinking and look to the government to make sure that, uh, you know, they, they, th- they think the same way as far as policy-wise as them. Um, Texan, you want to hang out for the rest of the show? Or? Sure, man, I can, yeah. Let me, uh, there's, we have five people in the waiting room. I, don't, I hate making people wait. Let me, uh, let me get someone in here and see what, see, what's, see what other people have in their mind. 
Um, sure, I ain't going nowhere with the eyes, man. Screw that. Cool. And just real quick, Large Bud four twenty one said that his dad said the same thing. I don't know if he was commenting on what I was just talking about, but I got a feeling he was. Uh, it just seems like that, like uh, Al or like Abe said, that this is that's kind of their mentality. Yeah. Yep, indeed. Five oh five, you're live on air. Can you mute the stream and can I get a name for you, please? Oh man, you already know my name, and it should be muted. What's up, Average Joe? What's up, Abe? What's I can't up, tell. AOC? Oh, it's, it's AOC. AOC. I can't tell. You're, you, you sound like you're uh, in the bathroom or something. Are you taking a shit right now, AOC? Uh, no, not taking a shit. Not taking a shit, man. I'm in my car. That'd be the worst place to shit. <laughs> that would be the worst. What's up, AOC? How's it going, brother? What's on your mind today? We also have the Texan who's, who's uh, on the line with us as well. Oh, the Texan, oh, the Texan. No, this is Chris, by the way. Um, but I wanted to say one thing real quick. Denise, your parents named you wrong. You're a joy. Uh, yeah, good one. Yes. Yeah, Denise is so yes. awesome, man. Denise is just, wow. Yeah, God, she's, she has a very different perspective than, than I do on things, but I love hearing from her. I, that's That's what I want for this. I want to hear different perspectives from different people and, uh, you know, their take on different things that they see that's important. You know, that's that's really – it's been great so far the last couple of weeks. I want to keep that going. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I do also have to give a, a quick shout-out to uh, uh, Amy Joam. God loves you, man. You, you're so awesome. Girl, man, you are freaking awesome. And whenever I need a, a pick-me-up, all I got to do is find a, find a chat that she's in and be like, woohoo! all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm really, I'm really blessed to have uh, the people that are in this channel part of our family, man. It's uh, Amy Joe's a, a definite uh, cornerstone of that. A lot of great people, part of our family now, and uh, going to keep extending, keep keep expanding. I love uh, the, the where where the dis- Discord's going as well. I want to get that Discord calling going. We'll have to figure that out here in the near future. Yeah, and you need to get the Zoom going, man, because like typing in like sixteen different numbers, man, it's kind of like, wait, what? Did I get it right? Did I get it wrong? I don't oh, know. You want me oh, to put shit. a easier password? Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. We could just have a Trump twenty, you know, Trump as password, nice and easy, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah. You just, you just made my graphics designer have to do more work. He's already, he's already swamped with shit he's got to do. Hey, real quick, I see a comment out there in chat. Someone said, recession is neighbor loses job. Depression is when you lose yours. That is a great quote, Palladius. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's a good one. That's spot on. Palladius, Palla, uh, Palladius, our, our good friend Matt, uh, Palladius actually said that in DLive chat. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good dude. Abe is so uncensored. Hey, Jamie, good to see you out there. So, anyways, AOC, last thoughts. Let me get another caller in here, bro. No, I think he said it's not AOC. AOC. He said his name's Chris, right? Oh, Chris. Oh, Chris, Chris Hawkins. Hawkins. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> here he is. Here he is. Everybody in chat's like, I don't think that's AOC. And <laughs> I didn't think so. so I just wanted to 
clarify, that's Chris Hawkins, our brother from chat, that is just calling in. And real quick, Amy Joe says, thank you so much, sweetheart, and everybody else for the kind words to Amy Joe. Oh, oh, of course, Amy Joe. Of course. Anytime, always. So what else is on your mind, Chris? So, you know, um, I've been thinking a lot about this. You know, none of us, none of us saw this curveball coming. And I'm not trying to say anything here except like, you know, like several months ago, like several months ago, I was like, because, you know, my, my life, the way that it always goes, I'm like, what if shit doesn't fucking work out? Like, I, I, I don't see it going that way, but what if? What are we going to do? And I think this is actually, I think this is probably the biggest part of the plan. We don't take the country back by letting, by waiting for Trump and every all, everyone else to do it for us. We got to do it. We have to do it. We got to get into all of our, all of our small communities. We got to get into whoever has the mind for politics, uh, local or bigger. Um, you know, we have to do that. This, this is the biggest part. This is the biggest hurdle that we got to do. And once we do, they're gone. They're gone. Yeah, you're absolutely, you're so spot on there, Chris. And, you know, here's the thing. Texan and I were, were uh, at another show, and we had a gentleman that called in, and, and it felt like he was pretty black-pilled to where he was just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. This is ridiculous. You understand this. You understand that. And, and yeah, if you look at the big grand scheme of things, it's pretty fucked up, man. The world is pretty fucked up. But like you just said, um, you know, whether it's me sitting on the microphone or my brother or the texting coming on or Chris calling in or, or Denise, we need to be together as a community regardless. Right. And 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 we need to keep the vibe as positive as possible, irregardless of what's going on, because without us. Man, there's there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be blackpilled and who are going to who are going to continue to to kind of push that I hate everything in life type attitude and we don't need that in our movement. We need people who understand that the only way that we're going to take this country back is from the ground up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you you couldn't have said that any any better, brother. You know, I, I think back when I when I start to get a little bit too down and I'm like, man, so many things should have been different. I think about our original patriots that were running through the snow with muskets and after they were done fighting they had to hunt their own dinner and start their own campfires and make their own make their own shelters. We don't have it like that, man. We, 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 we get to fight a lot harder because of them, you know? So we, and, and why did they do it? Why did they do it? They did it for their children and their children's children and their children's children. Somewhere along the way, we got way too comfortable, way too comfortable. And then we got put to sleep by evil, you know, the evil deeds of evil fuckers. And, you know, it's time for us men and us fucking glorious women, or them glorious women, not us, but, um, you know, we got to rise up and and stand and fight, you know, because (laughs) this is the greatest country that's ever been been established, and and God let us have it. He he gave it to us, and we need need to pass the baton. You know, we need to we need to run this race and, and pass the baton and, and, and let 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 this be better for our children and our children's children. 
Chris, I like what you said, man. I really like what you said. Uh, you know, I, I've, 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 I come up with a saying that uh, these these past generations, we stand on the shoulders of giants who built this country. And what have we done? We've pissed on their heads. You know, we didn't appreciate what, what they did for us. We didn't appreciate what we got. And, uh, you know, the, the Cube movement was about the Great Awakening, and people were finally freaking waking up, man, and they're realizing, realizing how far we, we let this shit go. You know, and I'm just as guilty. You know, it's real easy in, in the lifestyles that we have, that we have because of those great men and the freedoms that we've enjoyed. You know, we, we're, we've pissed it away, and, uh, you know, we, we were lulled to sleep. And I, I agree with you, Chris. I, I do, man, 100%. You know, and, and you know, God, I kind of hate to say this, but we kind of pissed it away for Super Nintendo and the, and the chasing, chasing of cars and tail. You know, we forgot, we forgot how to fight. And, and you know, when, when you talk to fighters, um, man, it's, it's like speaking a different language. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a similar words, but the way you structure it together is completely different. And, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get back to fighting, man. And, and it's not violence. It's, it's never violence. It's learning how to do, how to do battle. Is, is is not a violent thing, man. It's an inner, it's an interpersonal thing between you and your maker that he's rising you up. He's rising you up, and you're paying attention to what he's trying to teach you. And you know, we got to get back to that, man, because our, our we, we deserve it. Our children deserve it. Knowledge is the most powerful tool out there, man. Yes, amen to that. You have to you have to understand your enemy and know what you're fighting and how to fight the fight. Indeed, yeah. good stuff, guys. Appreciate it, Chris. Any any last thoughts before I get to the next caller, Chris? Oh man, just blessings, blessings, everybody, man. I love you. Let's let's stick together. Let's rise each other up. Let's not tear each other down. You know, and that that's you know something that's easy to do when 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 there's been a, a heavy hit or two or you know. Sounds good, Amen. man. Appreciate you, Chris. Appreciate you big time. You've always been a, a big supporter behind the scenes. And so just a personal thank you from all of us to you, man. Thank you for all you've done to help lift us up. God bless you. Have a great day. Call him more often, bro. Yeah, great call, all Chris. Right. I, I will. All right. Thank you, guys, man. I love you. Much love to you, too, brother. Chris in the house. Always Bye. good to hear from uh, from Chris for sure. Uh, some good stuff there. We got quite the list of callers here, guys. So stand by. Let me get to as many of these as possible. Uh, questions succinct to the point, and then let's get to the next one so we can get all these callers in here today. Appreciate you guys, as always, coming to hang in with us. Uh, hang out with us. Two hundred six. You're on air with us uh, with Texan and my bro Joe, Average Joe. Uh, who is this? So I can uh, change your name on the screen, please. This is Mister AOC. AOC. Oh, so now I got it right this time. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you listening AOC because we we the guy before you had a pretty similar laugh and I swear you guys could be brothers. <laughs> uh, I just missed that part. I was in the you know the Zoom call in part. You can't hear. Gotcha, gotcha. What's going on AOC? You got the Texan here with you as well. What's on your mind, bro? Right well, I, I'd like to. I 
I'm happy to hear that my legend precedes me, and uh, thank you for that. And <laughs> hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And happy, you know, I'm calling in to say happy Trump Day today, happy President's Day. Yeah, indeed. Our- uh, there was a pretty cool video, actually. Uh, that's a, this is a good time to, to play this. Um, uh, actually, let's see if I can. Uh, can I do this so that you guys can see it? Hold on. Let me. Yeah. Let me play. Let me play with the stuff here, so that you guys. Yeah, this can is see pretty this awesome. Too. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't get a chance to really watch any of this. I was kind of hoping to watch this, but I, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, but here is uh, forty-five returns to Mar-a-Lago this afternoon. What's awesome about this is it literally started out with like a Facebook post to where they said, we're going to be standing on the corner of this in this street uh, close to Mar-a-Lago. Come on down. And it turned out to this huge sea of Trump supporters. And it was very encouraging to see nobody knew that uh, Trump was going to show up. And all of a sudden they shut down the the street with police. And that's when people started getting super excited. And then that's what led up to them driving through to say, hello, it was amazing. That's awesome. I, I've, I've loved that here where I'm at in Oregon now is, uh, we had a lot of those over the summer, just random Trump trains. And for a small town, we'd get quite a massive amount, shut down the whole downtown area and beyond. But that was really fun. But, hey, you know, something else came up, too, because a lot of people have been activated to do more. And some are getting into politics that never even voted before. But one thing, somebody asked for my advice about being a committee man and wanted some help. And I just, uh, I want, I thought about national Liberty Alliance and what a great organization they are. And they've got on their website and how to become a committee man. And, uh, it's like five bucks a year to jump, sign up with them. And it's well worth the five bucks, but yeah, it's, agreed. it's, it, it, it's, you probably, depending on where you live, you might have just an open slot with nobody in it and, uh, and getting on there gets you on the ballot, like becoming, uh, applying to become a committee man actually gets you on the ballot. And, uh, most people don't really realize how much power is in these local, um, election officials. Obviously a lot of people found out, here, but a committee man's a, a position that you, you, anybody listening to this can run for that position, I'm sure. And, but look into it, nationallibertyalliance.org. Um, if people have been inspired to do something, but they don't know what they can do, it's a way to get into, you know, the scenes there with our elections and, and, you know, be a part of it. So I think it's a good way to go anyway. 
Awesome. Great point. Great point. And that's exactly what we've been talking about. AOC is, is no, is if you don't know how to get involved, that's the net. I mean, if you want to get involved, the next step is how, right? So absolutely great idea to have a website to kind of centralize that. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Can I drop that in one of the chats here and uh, just so people have a link to go into? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get it pulled up for you. Uh, hang on one second and I'll get it dropped. Appreciate it. AOC. Any last thoughts before I let you go, bro? No, that's it. Keep on doing what you guys are doing. I love you guys and all you patriots that are out there making America great again. Uh, we got to keep at it. I think the plan is working out just fine. <laughs> Thanks, so, uh, brother. All right, man. Well, bye for now. T- have a good night. Take care. National Liberty Alliance.org, correct? Is that what he said? I got it right here. And I'll drop that in the chat for you guys to take a look at. Awesome. Appreciate it, AOC. 714 live on air. Can I get the name, please? Or 719, excuse me. Yeah, hey, hey, this is a popcorn party. Popcorn party, what's up? Good to hear from you. I hey, hope you man. got lots of popcorn, hey. brother. <laughs> hey, but that for some reason, two years ago, I know something's going to be happening by, by what, from now until the end of February, the middle of March, we all know that. So that was like two, three years ago I got on Twitter after quote-unquote Q. So anyway, yeah, a popcorn party. I knew it was going to be prevalent, and that's cool. Hey, shout-out to you both to Red Pill, to Methods, to Alara, to to all you guys, dude. Seriously, you're going to grow a lot faster than you think. Anyway, I went ahead and wrote this down. But as far as COVID-19, the sheriff deputy and there's an Army-Navy data facility next to me. I'm in Colorado. I won't say what city or state or city. But um, gotcha. they basically, they go into the facility. They don't have masks on. Sheriff deputy, we had one of the a uh, horseman next to us died of a heart attack and the cops came out there and I just so happened to be walking around the, the property and uh sheriff come out and she uh, was putting on a mask. I said, Hey, you don't have to do that. And this is about two months ago. And she said, well, we know that, but we just, and so she noticed I wasn't concerned about the mask. So she put the damn thing in her pocket and sat there and talked to me. Uh, that is, anyway, this COVID-19 thing, dude, is just total BS. Oh, also last night here in Colorado, I got negative 15. It's 17 now, but with the wind chill, dude, it was like negative 30, 32. It's time to stay inside and make sure all your listeners know. Back a bit. Methods listeners, Red Pills listeners, Alaris listeners, everybody. Make sure you have about 20 or 30 gallons of gas. Make sure you have a generator. Go out with him on calls. And with the cost newspaper reporter and the corner photographer. Now it's four hundred and eighty seven dollars. So, once he knew I grew up like fourteen or fifteen country all the way in, in Texas. And hey, shout out to Texan. Love his calls. But anyway, so I'd go out to I'd go out to him or with him to uh crime scenes. Honestly. Now, one thing you'll see 
when somebody dies, their pants are all wet because they just pissed themselves. And part of that smell that you smell is excrement coming out of their ass. Okay. Now, my point is, got that, got that. Okay. The muscles relax when you die. They don't stay. They don't get, I mean, they tense up a little bit. And if you get burned, your tendons aren't cut. And I've seen pictures of people, you know, curled up. But when you die, you basically piss all over yourself. Look at, at the Capitol riot when they're bringing her down the stairs. And you, her legs are put out because two people are holding it, holding each leg. And you can see her crotch. No offense, girls or guys. It's just straight talk. But you can see her crotch. She's not wet. She's not wet at all. But they said at the top of the stairs, remember, they said she was dead. Well, the other thing is, is as they were wheeling her to the ambulance outside, she was awake. <laughs> that was yeah. the other and thing. And then also, also she had the band, and you've seen the videos. I know you have. Um, but you've seen the band around her mid-waist, I guess, above her belt line. I mean, it's, it was all staged. The whole thing was staged. And I think a lot of the Democrats are trying to, are, have already kind of figured it out, but they're trying to cover their ass. Because we still have how many indictments, sealed indictments? Thousands. We got a whole bunch. Yeah. And why, why haven't we heard anything about the officer that, that shot her? I mean, it's like a, he's a ghost. Oh, I know. Or and then also, also in that video, which you already know, and hey, Texan, good, good to talk to you. Um, I'm originally from Ennis, Texas, just south of Dallas. And uh, I grew up there, graduated there and everything. But good to hear from you. Um, but, yeah, you're right. And the other thing is, <clears throat> and I'll tell you one thing at the end, and you'll just totally trip the F out. But when somebody's shot, that shrapnel, that bullet, it will go through you. Even if it's from three and a, which that was probably about three, three and a half feet. That bullet's going through you. It's hitting the wall. You're going to see blood on the wall. Go back, everybody, and look at that video. You don't see blood on the wall anywhere. There's definitely I mean, that's some, just yeah. There's definitely something about that that don't make sense <clears throat> about the whole damn thing for sure. I, <clears throat> I, I appreciate your your thoughts on that popcorn party. Any last thoughts before I let you go to the next call, bro? Yeah, the last thought. September 16th, 2007, 40, 40 caliber above the left ear, out the right cheek, below the cheekbone, above the teeth. I was shot in the head. Really? Yeah. That was 13 going on 14 years. Wow, yeah. man. How, and the weird how thing long is the, uh, that I'm seeing all this stuff, and the weird thing is my dad was a cop, but I was shot in the head by a cop. Wow. How long it's was your weird. recovery? Um, I was in a coma for 12 days, and then they shipped me off to jail, ended up fighting it and everything. I was in there for 19 months. But the thing is, in, in Texas, in Dallas County, but the thing is, is that it probably took me two to three years. I had to get out of the city. That's why I'm in Colorado. Gotcha. I did mean, you, did you tinnitus. Leave? Um, actually the weird thing is, I don't know how much I bled because 
when I was getting booked in, one of the booking agents, quote unquote, I guess, whatever you call her, um, she had pictures of me getting shot in the head and she opened the folder. She said, just look real quick and don't say anything. She opened the folder and I saw me, my face with, it looked like, and no offense, it looked like a, a nine inch thingamadoodle. I'll say that like a pipe coming out of my right side where the skin had stretched. Okay. And you could see the bullet X, which looked like a phallic symbol. So I saw that picture and I'm like, no way. I had a, a nine hour surgery. I've got metal plates and all kinds of stuff. But you, the thing do your is, friends, do your friends going you, back, do your friends call you dick face now or no, they call me no lefty. Cause I have a little left arm. I, I was born with a little left arm. But no, they don't call me dick face. <laughs> I had to. No, I appreciate uh, that. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're better now. Call back more often. Or I'm gonna hop to the next call, man. I appreciate you. Okay, go ahead, Abe. Thanks for taking the call, man. Take care. Call back again, please. Good call, Popcorn All right, All right. pop down that video and, and scrutinize it. All right, later, guys. Have, have a good one, bro. Yeah, and, and right. if you. And popcorn party, if you haven't seen our shows before, we've talked about this. And and that night that that shooting happened, I literally told Abe that something was not right with that video. So I I agree with you a hundred percent, brother. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, big time for sure. Three callers left in about fifteen minutes, so I apologize for for kind of getting uh, short with you guys. Uh, just trying to uh, get as many calls in before the top of the hour. Uh, reclaim the law in Brooklyn, waiting patiently. Sorry, guys, it's taken so long. Uh, in the meantime, I do have 603 online with us. 603, can I get a name, please? Hey, buddy, it's Fred from New Hampshire. Hey, cool. Fred, what's happening, brother? How are you? I'm doing great. A uh, couple of one things that I want to run by you, okay? Absolutely, brother. Sorry What's about on that. Your mind? Good to see. Good to hear from you, bro. What's on your mind, man? So you remember about 20, 20 years ago that uh, anytime they were doing something, they had to run it through Hollywood so people could see what they were doing. Like they put the truth right in front of your face. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Now Hollywood's not that popular anymore. So what's the next avenue of putting truth in front of your face is they actually have to do it in front of your face. And a big person that does that is Joe Biden. He's a patsy. So just like how he went out in the conference and he said, well, we've been set up the biggest election fraud committee ever recorded in history. Because anytime they're going to do anything evil, they have to disclose it to you. Does that make sense? Yep. So the newest one is Biden saying it's going to be a long, dark, cold winter. Yeah. So I don't know if you believe in weather warfare or not, but just think of this for a second. Now, I did watch Breaking Spectre yesterday on 5 by 5 which is a great show. I recommend anybody watch that. Yeah, he does a great job. But what happened since Biden went in office, as far as Trump owning the power grid and national resources, national coal, oil, everything else, we became subservient to the other countries. So one article that came out yesterday was how Saudi is raising oil prices to the United States, and of course, they are building their own brand-new pipeline. 
And like Brake Inspector said yesterday, oil and gas prices are going to go up 3,700%. I live in New Hampshire, so it went up 60 cents this week alone in fuel. Yep. I'm a type of person, I know I need fuel, so I don't monitor how much gas prices are. But when it's 60 cents, it's hard to ignore it. So I don't know if you believe in weather warfare or nothing like that, but I believe this is basically a way of the billionaires recouping their money that they lost during the GameStop. Because wouldn't, a lot of these businesses lost their shirts. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me one bit. That's what they're doing with with pharma too. They're 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 doing a giant fundraiser for the for the corrupt. Yep. And my second point on that is that he predicted it beforehand. So this is already enacted. So my question to you, and this is related but not related. But now that they have the impeachment trial over, they kind of so-and-so said that they're going to go after Trump for criminal charges, even though they couldn't get the impeachment. Is that going to make it so now the Democrats go and try to pass their $1.9 trillion stimulus, or are they going to go to exactly right to the criminal prosecution of Trump because they have TDS? Yeah, they're they're going to go straight for straight. They're going to they're never going to stop to try to silence him no matter what. So I think uh, there's already been some uh, mentioning of criminal uh, investigation next, and I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to see. The fourteen hundred dollars that everybody's going to get, people are going to waste that this month alone in fuel. Yeah, it's uh, that's the goal, right? And then the goal is to further uh, create a dependency on them as well. That'll that that'll continue too. We'll just have to keep uh, exposing it. I'm definitely going to dig into that bill and see what else is in there. I know for sure there's a bunch of crap in there. Uh, I appreciate your thoughts what? for sure, Fred. Any last thoughts before I let you go, my friend? One thing I want to refer you to, okay? You did mention about the UFOs, and if you look at the UFO Chronicles 2011. August 2011, they have Roswell's memory medal, the Air Force comments, and basically that article that they're talking about in the Pentagon is old. We're about 40 to 90 years, maybe even further than that, from what the government has for technology. But the memory medal debris found at the UFO, UFO crash site Roswell in 1947 was actually a foldable medal and it has shaped memory alloys, I'm reading, so nothing. It basically, you could cut it with a knife and it heals itself. You could fold it into a little tiny piece of aluminum foil, and you can unfold it, and even the creases disappear. And this article was written in 731, 2011 by Anthony Pragonia, the Pragonia Files. So that's all stuff that they're they're telling people that already have been UFO researchers and they're bringing it to light now because it's a whole new generation that has no idea about this stuff. So that's old technology. We all know that back in 47, when they had Roswell, that they actually reverse engineered a ton of stuff. That's why you have the TR3Bs and everything else that the military has. So they're disclosing old information to make it sound like new information, but it's irrelevant. It's not going to change your life at all unless 
they show you some of the technology they've already developed from it. Hey, Fred, are you familiar with, uh, I think his name was uh, Bob Lazar? Yeah. Hey, have you seen what, what he was saying, that he actually worked on those spaceships and that he was part of doing the, uh, you know, uh, uh, reverse engineering and all that stuff? Absolutely. And the other thing, too, is they have these ships that they put up. Like, if you watch, I don't know how old you guys are, but if you watch, like, the 1970s cartoons, like Battlestar Galactica or there, there was a, Star, star blazers and they basically do a lot of research the japanese MA are very good as far as showing that some of these ships are like city-wide and it's a tall tale for us because we can't even fathom that but if we're in outer space that's nothing it's interesting stuff for sure. I, I definitely, I, I had that uh, opportunity to talk to Michael Sala, and I, I might try to get him on again and have another discussion about stuff like this. I just love talking about it, and I don't know very much about it, so I appreciate it. Fred, thanks for joining us here today. I appreciate it very much. Uh, hopefully we'll hear from you later this week. Hey, one, can I say one last thing? Yeah, I got two callers left. Make it quick. I wish the Supreme Court broke up those cases, not did them all in one day. That seems like they did a rush job. So the likelihood of them overturning the election, to me, is very slim. I think on that big of a case, as far as U.S. history, should have been a lot more spread out. And they could have given them the actual time that they were allotted to actually present the cases. Yeah, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes with with Supreme Court cases. There may have some of that have been done already, and there may be – I'm not sure that we have uh, final rulings all on Friday. There could be uh, a multitude of different rulings where they could extend it, have more hearings, things like that. So there's, we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm I'm with you. I'll see what happens first before I and I withhold judgment if, until if we they, see what they do. If they do overturn that, I just want your viewers to hear this. If they do overturn the election, that means uh, Obiden's all his EOs are out the window. They're null and void. Indeed, indeed. Great point, Fred. Great point. Appreciate the phone call, brother. You have a great day. Thanks for the call. Bye. Take, Bye. Take, care. Take care, Fred. Good to hear from you. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Brooklyn and Reclaim, I apologize, but we are we only have eight minutes left. So let me get each of you about two minutes, and then we will uh, finish up the show here today. Brooklyn, what's on your mind? Hope all is well. Uh, so it shows she's still connecting, so I'm not sure she's on yet. Hi. Oh, there we go. Hey, Brooklyn, what's on your mind today? We've got a little bit of time. Go hey, ahead, Can you mute the stream in the background, please, Brooklyn? All is well. First of all, I've really enjoyed all these calls, and I just had a little list of... Okay, hold on one sec. Call her, mute your stream. Call her, mute your stream. Wait, wait, wait. Give me a sec. We got it. We got it. Oh, I have it. to turn my speaker on. There. Sorry. Did you mute the uh, Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you, Brooklyn. Go ahead. Oh, okay, great. Sorry, my bows didn't connect. No. Hi. First of all, I, Joe, it was really nice when you called in last night. To the show, to Red Pill? Yeah? Was no, like, I didn't call in to Red Pill last night. That wasn't night. you? Where did no. you call in? Uh, it was, 
It was a show actually Saturday night called Ear uh, Ear Candy. Ear Candy was it? Yeah, with Jr. JR show. Okay, then that was it. That was what it was. I just thought you guys were talking about Red Pill. I knew I heard it. And anyway, why you were so nervous? Oh my god! Like just do the pageant wave when you get nervous. Elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist, wrist. Just do it in your head so nobody thinks you're pasta. Um, so I just wanted to quickly because I know I'm on the clock here. Um, I liked what Chris Hawkins said about sticking together. Um, I just wanted to bring something up. I sent a link over to the discord. I had reached out to Abe prior and asked him if he had, if he was apprised of these, uh, I have found Linwood to be sending out these weird things that don't seem to be in Congress with what a super high level vetted Southern. I mean, he's so of the manner born. I mean, I, I know already know I could like, I understand him like his enculturation to a T. But what I can't understand is if you're being investigated by the bar, why you know, by the Georgia bar, and it's it's almost like a competency thing, you know, right? Education of some sort. Why would you put your son's who is also a lawyer from whom you're estranged, why would you put his work email at his law firm out to seven hundred and fifty thousand people and uh, uh, apart from all that, why would you dox? Now, I understand that we're pissed off at the election board of the state of Georgia, but these little things are really making me question, like, who's really behind that account? Is that even him? Because he hasn't come out and said that it's not. So he's either gone off the rails or he's throwing, like, all this weird stuff at us. Because for me, knowing what I know about how these good old boy cultures function at that level, you know, like what the, his type of enculturation, like I said, it just doesn't seem like it would be the prudent, fair, or appropriate thing to do to put your lawyer son from whom you're estranged, put his office's email out on a telegram when, in fact, the reason you're doing it is because you're trying to defend your, your uh, state of mind to the Georgia bar. And then the other thing he did is he sent out, and I'd asked Abe about it, but the first thing I asked Abe is, do you follow Lynn Wood? And I kind of already knew the answer. Uh, it was a bit rhetorical, just FYI. But but I was like, exactly. Because at the end of the day, why would you dox? You know, like two wrongs don't make a right. And what I noticed on that list of addresses is that not all of them were P.O. boxes. And I just like, I would have appreciated a note from him that said, hey, to those of you who are appropriately, you know, fair enough, concerned, the addresses that are not P.O. boxes, my team has already checked. They are not places of residence. Put that information out there and vet yourself, motherfucker, if you're trying to prove your competency. So these yeah. are the things that I have a problem with because I find them to be very untoward. And then I'm, and yet people are glomming onto his every word. And it's like, come yeah. on, use discernment in every all four cardinal directions. No, I appreciate you saying that. And I, I agree with you. I, here's the thing. I don't. He says some interesting stuff, and I and I, li- I like listening to people like that that are that are kind of controversial because they're often chastised for saying stuff they shouldn't say. But that also yeah, means absolutely. that they can they can take advantage of that and say things maybe that is unvetted. I don't I don't ever I don't ever listen to anybody else and take what they say as as uh, their word is bond anymore. I, there, there was a time in my life where he has taken. There was, I'm talking about there was a time in my life where where. Um, where I, I would trust your word as your bond and what you told me um, until you proved me wrong. Now I'm the opposite. I'm completely sure. the opposite with everybody. I don't trust sure. anything anybody says. I want well, the information laid out in front of me. I'm not talking about what he says as pursuant to information that he's pushing out. I'm talking about information that he has released that yeah. is 
ordinarily considered proprietary and given the parameters of the situation, why would he do that? And then the reason why, like my spidey senses went up and I'm like, you know what? They are going to know. This is part of the larger, remember I was talking about narcissism and framing and mm. last time I called in? Yeah. This is pursuant to that. I've gone over two minutes. I'll yield back my time. Just let me finish, get this thought out. <laughs> um, but pursuant to what I was saying before, well, if if you have to understand, like, what are they trying to do? They started rolling out the Q hit pieces. Then it's like, oh, it's all anons. Oh, these people are crazy. So now what's happening right now? We've got people hanging on every word. I I was so worried about that Linwood uh, Telegram post, and I reached, I put it in our Discord, and sure enough, what posted today, Vice fucking magazine has rolled out an article, which is a QAnon hit piece, saying that Linwood has petitioned the digital army of QAnon to, and in doing so, he doxed the election board. These were the things I was concerned about. I called it before it happened. I've just all, I mean, I'm annoyed, but I feel validated, but that's besides the point. It's just fucking stupid. And then on top of it, in all of these other chats, Brooklyn, we have all go. these people going ballistic about the tunnels and the reason why the guard yeah, is in D.C. is because they're pulling Brooklyn. bodies out. I appreciate I'm like, it, Brooklyn, very much. It's, uh, and I appreciate your call. I'll try to get you in uh, earlier next time. Thanks a lot. I appreciate Appreciate it very much. Are you, oh my God, did you just give me the gong? Well, appreciate it, Brooklyn. I want to appreciate the input. I'm up against the clock. It is one minute left, and so I'll have to try to get you in next time earlier. And I have a hard stop at 6 o'clock, as everybody knows. That said, Texan, last thoughts before we let you roll, bro. Yeah, I'm going to go enjoy my uh, six inches of global warming. <laughs> and uh, you guys, man, thanks for having me on. And I'm going to throw it out there, Tim Ballard. Operation Underground Railroad, always doing great things, saving children from uh, uh, child trafficking. Uh, check them out if you if you haven't, and please support them. You guys take care, man. See you down the road. Indeed. Appreciate you, man. Well, uh, stay safe and sit when you're on the road this week. Appreciate you joining us as always. Joe, go ahead. It's forced to cut open uh, cattle with lightsabers and climb inside for warmth. So stay warm over there, Texan. We know it's cold and you guys aren't used to it. Appreciate everybody being here. Uh, these shows fly by holy cow we'll see you guys tomorrow have a great night indeed appreciate you guys very much and we are at the top of the hour appreciate it very much uh in in summary brooklyn it yeah i don't i've i've said what all i'm gonna have to really say about lynn wood it it i don't i don't really care <laughs> I, I, there's more important things to worry about than lynn wood that's that's how i honestly feel about it and that's why I'm just moving on. I appreciate you very much. I appreciate all of your calls and what your thoughts are. As always, with that, I want to say much love. God bless you all. We will see you guys tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel. I hope you come hang. God bless you all. Much love. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.